So I don't know, but I had I'm well, I'm not saying I know you had. I'm saying that don't exist no more. <laughs> yeah, but why not? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Bachelor Nation, this is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're recapping The Bachelor this week's episode. Yes. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, today you worked, I worked, and I just feel like the rest of the world was off. Like, I know. But actually, it was so funny. Like, the roads weren't as bad, but I felt like people were in the office. So, Hmm. I don't know. It's just the corporate world that's. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because I felt like I'm texting dad or I'm texting Justin and they're not working. I know. What is that? What is that? Like, get your... (laughs) Have you heard that quote? No, what quote? It's of Kim Kardashian and they someone asks her for, like, advice. And she's like, get your effing ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. And I don't know. It's just funny. It's funny. All right, should we dive in? Let's dive in. I mean, they start with, um, I miss, I have to say, I missed the very, very beginning. I think it was the recap where I started watching was when Joey was kind of like walking a little bit by himself in Montreal and kind of struggling a little bit um, and kind of having a little bit. Did you catch that? Was that the very beginning or was there something that happened before that? No, I didn't. I didn't get in really until they were like on the group date. I had issues streaming. So there was this opening scene where he was like self-reflecting and talking to the producers. And he was like saying how he's falling for multiple women and he's really scared and he feels himself holding back and he doesn't want to. And he just talks about his own insecurities and he feels like this need to be perfect. And it was very reminiscent of when he went through that with charity. Do you remember that time when like, I, I noticed that through sometimes a charity season, I was like, I think Joey has some like inner demons. I remember saying that on our podcast, like there's something with Joey and I, you know, and I, and then it kind of dissipated a little bit with charity season, but it, it came back tonight and he showed that very vulnerable side. It was a very emotional scene. Yeah. I know you didn't see it, but do you remember some of that with charity? Yeah, I do remember that. Cause it was this big thing where like, who was it? His uncle and was like, I don't know if you know the real Joey. Yeah. There's yeah. something in him. I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah. Anxiety. What? He's got anxiety. He's got anxiety, like we all do. <laughs> so anyway, that ends. They're all seem very happy to be in Montreal. Everybody's like speaking French to start, even including Jesse. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. And Jesse says, you know, there'll be three dates, the group date, and then the two individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was an interesting the group date, right? Yeah, a different way of setting it up. So the individuals really knew they had those individual dates from the very beginning of the episode of the week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what did you think of the group date? I mean, I thought it was like, I think it was a cute date. Like, I love a scavenger hunt style date, but I don't think it's a cute group date. You know, it's just like a lot of together time, a lot of 
you know, a lot of that. Yeah. And I think what you saw is a lot of the women beginning to struggle because you see, you know what that is? Like you're on a group date and it's like really obvious you're on a group date. So you see like other women, like, you know, interacting with Joey and you just get in your head. I mean, I can't, I think that's just so normal. For sure. Very normal. You know, I wasn't surprised by how any of them are feeling. I feel like for some, I'm kind of like, like, honey. I know. I know. Not. And I think we saw, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't really have much about the day. You know, you see like Kelsey A starts to break down. Um, and this was kind of the first time. I thought she had just a little bit of like one-on-one syndrome, which like when you yes. have the one-on-one always after is a little tough. Yeah, that's a good way to frame it. You know, I, I also just felt that there was a layer on the state of a little melancholiness, like a little, I felt like a lot of people were sad, you know, inner sad, like he was struggling. I think they were like feeling jealous. Everyone was trying to put on a good show, but I felt like something about the vibe on that date wasn't so great. Um, and yeah. he even says in the evening portion, I think, you know, people felt a little tense and I'm noticing the women are feeling a little sad. Did you catch any of that? Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of them like cried. There were a lot of tears, but I feel like it's getting to that point. It's like you're six, seven weeks out. You start to like this guy. He likes multiple girls. That's enough. And then you're away from your home. You're, you have no phone. You have no people that you know, you know, like. It's hard. I would be sad. <laughs> yeah. I think you get start to get that homesickness. You start to feel sad. You see him, you have to put up with him interacting with other women, which is just not fun. And yeah. And I think they all had the same issues. They all were saying I'm growing feelings, but this is really hard. Yep. Yep. So, and yeah. So Caitlin opens up to him in the night portion, cries a little, Kelsey cries a little, but she says that she's falling in love with him. And he said, say it again, which I know Okay, he likes her. We know he likes her, but he really does. Then we have the Lexi conversation where she asks him about his timeline. I really want to talk about this because mm -hmm. what I thought about that conversation, I got validated later on in the show. So I don't know when you want to talk about it, but. Well, okay. So this is, these were my notes from that point in time in the show. Okay. Lexi asks him about timeline, two to three years of engagement before a child. And then I wrote, I think Lexi is going to leave. That's funny. So I know. So yes, he says that he says two to three year engagement and then a few years of marriage for having kids. And I know right away what she is thinking with endometriosis. I mean, I, I, I understand that. So yeah. you have a fear that, you know, she's not, she's going to have infertility problem, fertility issues, and it's going to be a problem. And, and you're coupling that also with someone who's going to be 35. And right. And here's the thing. What I felt bad about in that interaction is he was clueless to that mindset. Like, like I think if he had known, which he later on, you could tell when they had another revisit on it, he was like, oh, like it was almost like it didn't click with him what she was asking. So he was being relative to his timeline. But I think had he known that she was asking that question because of her health, I don't think he connected the dots in that moment. I hear you but I feel like once the dots were connected for him he wasn't like Lexi I really want to get to know you if it's quicker timeline is what you need and you are my person at the end of this we'll make that happen he didn't well, say that he didn't say that and ultimately I so but but 
he did say, I was hoping that we would have time next week to really talk and figure out about our timelines. And I was like, okay, but then he did still let her go. And for that, I, I agree with you what you're saying 100%. I was like, he must not have been that into her if he no. didn't really fight for her. So I felt like there was an easy way to get her to stay if he yeah. really felt like she was the one. So I was watching this and I was like, I just don't think he thinks she's no. I don't think he thinks it either. So, so yeah, well, that kind of just cleans up the Lexi part of it, but I like her, you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard though, because it's like, I hope she finds someone soon who's ready for that. You know, I feel like, I feel like that's tough in our society. People don't settle down quick like they used to. There's so many people that say that, but then there's so many people that want too and it's just like i think i think there's a silent majority i think maybe lexi needs to move to the south <laughs> why do you say that i just think people are like getting married and getting pregnant a lot quicker in the south yeah like i don't know i just feel like i don't know i look at my friends and i don't think any of us are like two to three years out from having a child mm. you know mm-hmm. maybe like, I don't know. So. I don't know, but I had, I'm, well, I'm not saying. I know it. you had. I'm saying that don't exist no more. <laughs> yeah, but why not? <laughs> <laughs> because I will say there's something kind of nice that I'm such a young, hip mom. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, I have a question for you. Like, I'm, if I didn't have you at 20. Next week, next week, I'm engaged. How do you feel about that? I think if you're happy, I'm fine with it. <laughs> what do you think? I just feel like there's like no like way in the world that like in the next year I would feel like ready, even just in my own state. Like I'm still a child. Like I can't be engaged. Like, you know, like I'm the kid. I can't have a kid. I am the kid, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, I get it. You had 20. Four, were you like I'm gonna a kid we at 24 I I was married I know like were you on my own and I wasn't sitting here thinking that I wasn't live I mean you're funny you're like I'm not I'm the kid but you're living in New York City on your own you're managing your budget you're you're doing very much adult things I know but I'm a child like the thing that like makes me like sometimes I'll think about this like <laughs> what if I went into work and was like I have to go on maternity leave. Like, I feel like they would be like, what the heck? <laughs> well, I, I don't think I they would feel that way if you were married. No, I, I'm I'm saying like, if I was married and I, I don't know, like, even if I was, like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm the kid. And I feel like it's crazy to me because so many of like my bosses, bosses, bosses have children that are like young children, like two, four, six, you know? two years old my my direct manager is a two-year-old yeah. I'm not <laughs> how old are they late 30s early 40s yeah I don't know I don't know you guys got to swing the pendulum back I'm serious Sarah because it's like look, I was young when I had kids but I'm very happy that I'm 52 with 26 year old son and 23 like I'm like I feel still young. So it's like, what, you know, I don't know. 
I know there has to be like a balance. There, well, yeah, but something coming backwards. I mean, the idea of having kids at like 38, what? Oh, I'm not saying that. Like, well, what I'm, are you saying? I don't know. I feel like 29, 30 to 31 is like a nice age range. Yeah, that is. It's interesting. I don't know, all I'm saying is like, I eat ready right now. All right. Well, I'm glad you say <laughs> that. <laughs> But you are thinking about it, which is very fascinating. Well, because, yeah, I do. I do look at you and dad and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, that's so nice that they're young and doing their thing. And they got like two kids that are self-sufficient in a way. Barely. We could be if we needed to be. Yeah. I like when when I can go on a trip with my mom. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, All right. So Jen, we got to get back here. No one's like, what do we happen to us? We totally derailed. I mean, we're, we're podcasting, aren't we? Everyone's like, what happened? Sorry, everyone. So <laughs> and Jen actually admits that she's falling in love. He's excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jess says she's falling in love. And she's all stressed. I'm like looking at her like, shut, like, I don't know, time yeah. to go. I'm and just like, girl, like, how is Jess saying she's in love with him? How? I don't know. That's just Jess. I just, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It's just weird. Oh, it's time for her. It was time for her it to go. Time. Like, and it's, I just know the editing so well. As soon as we're talking about like Jess and the, in her confessional, she's like, I'm nervous. Like I'm getting stressed. Like, I think yeah. I want to tell him how I feel. I'm like, this girl's going home. This girl's yeah. going home. Totally going home. Um, and bye. Like, didn't miss bye. you. Yep. Will not miss you. Jen got the group date rose, which I was happy for her. Yep, I thought that was good. I'm not sure what I think of that whole relationship, but um, same. Something about it, I don't think it's gonna go the distance, but I don't think so either. There's something there. There's something missing. Um. Okay, then we have the Kelsey T one on one. Yep, and that was like interesting to really watch them because they really haven't had a lot of time together and now you know they do this they do you know I felt like the whole date really gave them time to find that connection which I apparently they really found I'm not sure I feel it 100% but they found it but I don't know what do you think of the two of them and then we can talk about the whole date yeah um I don't know how I feel about the two of them but I really like her like, I just, from night one, like, I just remember, I was like, this girl has a vibe. Like, she just has something about her that's very captivating. And I still stand by that. Like, I just think she's a very, like, captivating person. I don't know if they have, like, the strongest connection, but they both use words like it feels right, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Um, I thought it was so funny how dizzy he got. I totally related. I was getting dizzy just watching them do the training for Cirque du Soleil. It was hilarious. That's funny. And then we have the night portion where she opens up, and I'm like, damn, like it's like having like a backstory, like a prerequisite for like coming on this show. Like I would be sitting there, like, yeah, like my family is perfect. <laughs> I got two parents that love me. My brother's my best friend. Like we chilling. <laughs> we chilling. I don't know. So I like, oh my god! Like a car. Drama. 
a car a car fell on me wasn't when I was an infant like oh my gosh like these horrible stories like I went deaf like I can't have babies like my mom died like I lost my relationship with my dad like these horrible like things that overcome it's like where's the where's the normies at I know well you you could say you have your celiac it's free you have to be prepared I just want to let you know you'll be living a gluten-free life are you still in I'm falling for you it's funny last night I was like craving cookies or yeah yeah last night I was craving cookies all I wanted was cookies so I like go to Dwayne Reed and they don't have any like gluten-free mix no gluten-free cookies but Q found his Keebler favorites like you're really gonna get cookies (laughs) (laughs) he he got his Keebler cookies did he eat them (laughs) he actually didn't eat them I think I made him feel so bad but he (laughs) Oh but my God, that's so funny. Back to Kelsey. So yeah. she, she opens up about how, you know, she lost a relationship with her dad because she was, she wanted to go to college. She wasn't into like the big religion thing. And what I appreciated about her kind of like conveying this is like the, how she acknowledged how it affects her in her life now, you know, she's like, I just kind of fear how you can be so close to someone and then they can turn on you so quick. And I just feel like that's a really real thing. And I appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, no, it was good. And she got the rose. I thought her and Jeff, yeah. resilient to define her. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. Pretty good word. So. Yep. And then we have the Maria one-on-one. Picks her up in the limo. She it's gets the princess. The yeah, the pretty woman date, I call it. She got the princess treatment. And what I like about watching them is I feel like I'm watching like an actual relationship form. Like it's not that serious. Like they just giggle and they flirt and like, you know? Yeah. No, I know. She's, yeah, they're very, he says that the whole time you can see their interactions, you know? What do you think of Maria? Because I feel like amongst my generation, like Maria is like the girl. Like all my friends are obsessed with Maria, 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 Maria. So I'm curious your take. I put Maria, I put Maria in my top four. So I liked her. Like their connection is real. No, I like her. I think their connection is real. I, I don't know. I mean, she's very different than the rest. She's very different than the rest. But what I thought was interesting. So anyway, whatever they, she gets a princess date. They have a great time. I thought it was so funny. Her telling him to say, I love you in French. I know that was so cute. She's like, like thank you. She's like thanking him and he has no idea what he's saying. Like she couldn't even say it back. She's just like, I see. Like I was I, like, oh, I thought that was so funny. I don't know. I just feel like she's got a personality. She got emotional because she's so happy and she feels so special. They have a great day. So I was happy. I mean, I'm rooting. I like her. I like her. I like her too. And I want to see and I, her. I, I here's a take. Like I would enjoy watching her as a bachelorette. Yeah, I thought the same thing today, too. I feel like yeah. that would be a no bullshit season. Yeah. She would keep those men in line. Um, So we kind of yeah. talked about Lexi going to talk to Joey and all that. Did you have any other thoughts on that? Nope. 
So I had one I'm thought. Gonna, I thought it was interesting. About that. Oh, yeah. No, I ahead. thought it was interesting when Lexi came back to the girls and was like, I just want to tell you two and say goodbye. And the two she wanted to tell were Maria and Daisy. And I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because. I'm proud of the cool kids. The cool, but really, I feel like the people that kind of have the best connection with him. Yeah. Her friends. So, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then we have the rose ceremony. Daisy gets a foot massage. Jen mm. plays the piano. Rachel's yeah, feeling confident, she says. I'm like, why? Jen's feeling confident? Leah. Yeah. Well, so I kind of made this comment to my roommate, but it's like, Leah, it's so funny because she, you know, the first episode threw her chance you know, to switch the one-on-one date with any person in the fire. And then she never ended up getting one. Karma. Karma. <laughs> I don't know. It was just so interesting. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. I'm just not a fan. No, same. And Leah and Caitlin go home and I felt like... Wait, wait, wait. Before that, did you notice that both Daisy and... I don't remember who else. They were... Oh, Jen, maybe. They were in these emerald green dresses. Yeah. It was like the night of the emerald green or something. Mm. Yeah, anyway, so I thought it was funny that when Jen was doing the piano playing, the rest of the girls were like talking about the weather. Like I just thought the whole thing was interesting. They're you know it's hard. They like oh, Rachel they like, came back to him and was like, "Thanks for serenading me." I know. Like, ooh, the women are getting feisty. I know. What do we think of Rachel? Yep what <laughs> you know you don't think of her like I don't know I just they're not it I don't think they're it I don't think she's it and yeah but she ends up getting one of the three roses so I thought it was interesting when they took off the cover and there were only three roses left what well, what two already went home and this right. is the thing I think is like I think if Lexi was around there would have been four you know I don't know Maybe. I don't know. I was like, wow, they went from 10 to 6 mm-hmm. in one week. And yeah. I don't know. And I feel like they're getting close. Now I feel like, oh, my God, there's only six women left. I feel like Joey's season has just started. So this is crazy to me that they're at six, given such they had such a large pool to start with. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think the thing with Rachel is like, I don't know. She even said in her thing, she was like, I'm just really going to build him up right now because he's down about it and whatever, which was very nice. But I feel like I actually see a lot of her building him up. A lot of Rachel? Yeah, like I think she compliments him a lot. Yeah, that's a bad thing? It's it's not a bad thing. I think that's a woman who knows how to play her man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right? Let's, you know. I guess, I guess. You got to feed that male ego. For sure. But I, I feel like there's like a balance of like feeding the ego, but also like I'm the prize. You got to feed the ego. I don't know. Of Yes, that's true. But I don't know. I feel like in this scenario where like you're going... You're you're with all these women, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's an interesting. Co- it's an interesting point. Like which, which is the better strategy to like? I think Maria plays. She's the prize. 
And Maria rewards Joey with how good he makes her feel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's nice enough. I don't know if there's, I think she's out next week, I'm going to be honest. So, Maria? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. But, um, yeah, and then Leah and Caitlin go home. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I mean, neither one of them had connections. I mean, it just goes to a show if you don't have a one-on-one. You really are at a disadvantage. For sure. So, I don't know. I thought there was an overall tone of a little sadness. I felt like Joey was not, was very in his head this week. And I thought it carried through the entire week. Like, I felt like it was palpable. Like, I could feel it and see it. Next week. Like, I don't know. Did you watch the preview for next week? Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting worried for him. I know. He's, like, starting to spiral, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It looks like Daisy gets another one-on-one. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. What, did you have something else to say? Well, no, I just, I do, I do feel like, you know, there is, there is this commentary that the season ends like no other season had ended and that that is in fact true, that the, that what happened has never happened before. So what happens? I mean, I, like, does we think he finds love? I, I just don't know if I can watch if he doesn't. Oh, I definitely can't. I'll be so heartbroken for him. Yeah. I, I think it's just the producers playing it. I, I really- think he's homesick. Something's wrong with him. I think he's going to start making the women nervous. Mm. Well, we'll see. All right. We'll see. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye.